ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you've been waiting for it. It has arrived. The Causeway Kings are back on the WMEX Sports Radio Network. Your friend Ben alongside, of course, Coach Adam Clancy, returning champion in the red and blue corner all at once. And one of our new friends that you remember from way back when, Mark Consiglio joins us as our third man in. Marshall is dealing with uh, stuff floating in a bathtub as of the last text (laughs) message. We'll deal with that later. But gentlemen, (laughs) welcome to the show. The Causeway Kings are back. We might have missed a few games in the uh, beginning of the season, but have no fear. We have returned. I am so excited to be back here right now. This has been a long time coming. It's been way too long. Uh, I've missed my boy, Benny. Mark, I obviously saw you 24 hours ago on the ice at the uh, Metropolitan Canton Rink when I was huffing and puffing. Uh, <laughs> but they ha- we have a lot to get through. We have a lot to talk about. But ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Feels good. It feels great to be back. Really does, you know, and not just because, you know, Clance finally laced him up for the first time and got out there and really showed him how to huff and puff on the ice, but <laughs> because of all the cool things that we have going on, we wanted to share them with everybody. So let's start right away by introducing our pilot program coming up. And Mark, I'm going to let you explain what all this means to people. We're doing the Beer League Buttes, and we're going to have a much better name for it, but Either which way, we're going to watch the finest of the fine in beer league action, and we're going to have the call live right here as part of the Causeway Kings family. I think it's a great idea, Ben, and and we kind of tested this theory about a year ago, uh, just dropping in and and doing play-by-play and and making a real beer league game kind of feel like a you know a Bruins game, uh, something that you'd hear on the sports hub or something that you might hear on the radio, maybe at the for the college level or the high school level. It's it's an amazing uh, thing to to really listen to a game, and and Ben, you have such a way with. Uh, how you call a game and and how you can keep people kind of enthralled uh, with the action that's happening, whether they're just listening uh, or if they're watching. Uh, so we're hoping to make this a an audio visual experience and and drop in on some local beer league, uh, old man leagues, and and just kind of you know get to know some of the players and and uh, and have some fun and you know give them a little bit of exposure at the same time. Absolutely, and. Clance, as a uh, beer league beauty yourself, I'm sure you could touch to the effect of, you know, how many beer league games does your average beer league player ride with in their lifetime? And how many of those games are actually given the real pomp and circumstance, like a real pro game? I mean, let's see. I I retired playing hockey back in 2008 when I graduated college, and it's been beer league hockey ever since. Uh, a lot of it depends on the level that you're playing at, right? I started out, obviously, you know, I had a pretty successful career. I started out playing at an AB level, which is, you know, mainly guys that played college, played some type of pro or, you know, overseas or whatever. So it is, it's very intense hockey. It's fast paced. It's, it's fun. Uh, and, you know, as my body has gotten older and a little more larger, uh, and a little more surgeries and injuries. It, it's really all about like the fun on the ice, right? I like I said earlier. I, I wish last night you guys had a microphone on me and I was wired up for the game because <laughs> you would have been, you would have been rolling. I was, I was chirping myself. Um, 
my I think it was my first shift of the game. Chris Curran decided to take my legs out. My fat ass fell face first into the ice. Um, that that had some serious calm, nice content to it. But I mean, beer league hockey is simply the best, and that's what it is, right? You go there, you get a great skating, you hang out with your buddies, uh, and then you you just crush some nice cold Bud Lights or Coors Lights or Labatt Blue Lights or whatever it is your drink of choice. You just that's that's what it's about. It's just beer league hockey getting a workout in and. You know, last night was my first time back on the ice in um, over a year since I skated with Mark and Merrill at the uh, wound. Was it the Wounded Warriors Foundation, Mark? I don't remember what the charity was that we were playing with, but it was uh, it was with the same league. It was PPHL. I think we were the. I think it was the Saints. So yeah, yeah. it might have been Wounded Warriors at uh, at the old Dunk down in Providence. Yep. The old Dunk down in Providence, and. Uh, I got to say, it felt great being back out there last night. Uh, first time in over a year. Uh, great group of guys. I, I felt like I've known most of them, you know, just talking to them. I felt like I've known them for like 10 years. Um, you know, a lot of laughs, a lot, lot of chirps. It, it was good. Um, we, you know, we, we, had a, we had a guest star on the team, Mark. You know, we had um, the kid from the movie Goon who looks just like him. Uh, <laughs> and it, Not if, the Goon. Not the goon, not, but the guy the that goon. the goon's protecting. Yeah, yeah, La- Lafriene or whatever his name is, with the kid with the long hair who's you know doing God knows what, and and literally <laughs> this kid on the team, Ben, is his identical twin. I told him that last night. No way. But Mark, let let's let's just address it right now. Let's talk about his rebuttal response, though. Oh boy, breaking it down. Yeah, I said to him, I said, dude, you need to go home and watch the movie Goon because you look just like the character one of the characters from the movie your hair your helmet the visor you wear you look just like him he comes back with oh wow really i always get that i look like the karate kid the like karate ralph kid Ma- huh? ralph like macho ralph macho which which he does not look anything like no because one ralph is like almost like dark skin italian looking yeah. And this kid is like looks like someone covered him in whiteout. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it was I, I I I gave him like the I gave him the look like are you are you talking about like the the guy that played the karate kid like are you sure? And he's like <clears throat> yeah I get that all the time. And I was like oh wow okay. Uh, I should go yeah. updated player profile on our roster with Ralph Macchio's picture. Absolutely, you should. <laughs> Uh, but in the end, beer league hockey is simply the best, and that's what it is. Beers, hockey, laughs, some D-bags out there, but we won't get into that. Um, but just a lot of fun. That's awesome. And, of course, you know that's the reason why we got to bring this to light, because how can we let such colorful characters be passed to the wayside without Clance having the ability to chirp them remotely? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, it's it, you gotta you gotta get guys mic'd up. It'd be so much fun, so well, much fun. We're gonna start that process, and we're very excited to have the uh, inaugural episode. Mark, I gotta send you that audio because uh, it's what like a little over an hour's worth of uh, of content. So I'm definitely gonna need some help going through that. But good yeah. stuff. Good stuff, I'll say that. But let's get right to the real deal, the real reason why we're here. We've got another Boston Bruins season on our hands, and already 29-9-9 on the season. 
It feels like the boys have just picked up right where they left off last season and with a few less and new faces. It's been very interesting to see how the team has evolved so so quickly after such a short amount of turnaround time. Clance, go ahead. Ab- absolutely. I think, you know, there was a lot of um, speculation coming into this season with Bergeron retiring and, and Krejci retiring and then, you know, some key players that were, you know, key players for us in the playoffs, Bertuzzi, Orlov, moving on to Toronto, and um, where did Orlov go? Uh, Carolina. Um, you know, and I, I think the Bees have kind of taken the league by surprise doing as well as they have been. But, you know, you, you got to look at players that have really filled in those voids, and the main one is is Charlie Coyle. Charlie Coyle has, uh, I feel, has solidified himself as a first-line center in this league this year. You know, he's on a career pace. He's at 17 goals right now. I'm sure he will he may even pop one or two in tonight against Ottawa. You never know. Um, he is really taking on that leadership role and, and playing with Marshawn and Pasta and, you know, having, again, a career year. Um, McAvoy has taken his game to another level in the back end. But, I mean, then you got to look at what they got in net, right? you got reigning Vesna winner, Allmark, who's having a great season, and Jeremy Swayman, who I think is a bona fide one goalie in the NHL. Um, you know, they're very well coached with Monty and they're, they're getting contributions from all four lines, right? Coyle's line is doing great. Um, Trent Frederick's having a great season. I think he's at like 12 or 13 goals already this year. And I mean, you can't not talk about pasta. Who's already at 30 goals, not even officially halfway through the season. Crazy. You know, Crazy. he's going to, if wild. he stays in pace, he can end up having 65, 70 goals this year. Well, he's got to be careful because you know? uh, as of that last game, he was looking like he was fighting the puck in some of those situations a lot more than he should have been. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, they they play a very well-structured system. And again, I think getting the contributions from the fourth line all the way down to, I mean, all the way up to the first line, it, it's been a huge factor. Zach is having a great year. I mean, DeBrusque is having a little bit of a down year, but guys, I mean, Morgan Geeky, who would have thought this guy would have come on and, right. and been doing what he's doing, right? Um, even Boquist, who's been called up from Providence the last few games, he's been having great, uh, you know, great success so far. And I think they have a lot of bright futures with some of the young talent they have. You know, the kid, uh, the defenseman, Mason Lorai. I mean, to be honest with you, if Forbert never came back or, um, you know, he'd be, he, that guy is a solidified NHL defenseman. So I, I think the future is great for the bees with the young talent they have. And I, I think this year, you know, they learned from their mistakes that they made in the playoffs and from last year. And I, I think they have a chance to make a deep run this year if they keep playing the way they are. I, I agree hundred percent with that. And I think as the kind of the resident subject matter expert on the goaltending position, uh, I, I like what they're doing with, with old Mark and Swayman. I think Swayman has really, matured a lot just in one season. I think seeing the way he's playing and the way he sees the puck and how he reacts, uh, how he steps up from time to time um, is great. I think we're going to see a, a shift there, um, which I'm excited about. I was never really a, a huge Allmark fan when they brought him in. <clears throat> Last year was absolutely amazing. Uh, you know, a, a Timmy Thomas type year other than um, other than the playoffs, which, you know, they they obviously chose the wrong path for those two there, but um, it, it seems like they might've learned from their lessons and uh, there's still technically a tandem, which is good. And I think that's, I think that's going to be key uh, to keep that through the playoffs. And 
maybe not rotate every other game, but at least rotate, you know, maybe do two on one on two mm-hmm. and two. I don't, we'll, we'll figure it out as we get a little bit closer, um, you know, barring any injuries as well. But um, I, I really like those two guys. I'm having a good time watching them and what they're doing. What are your thoughts on the hug at the end of each win? I love it, man. I mean, I, I'm one for pomp and circumstance. Uh, I love all the little the little fan engagement things. I, I love mm-hmm. the little T-shirts. Uh, <clears throat> call me a pink hat if you want, but I man, I love that stuff. And I and I always, I always appreciated the 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 team within a team of the goalies. Uh, growing up and being on teams and you know in towns and clubs and and in high school, um, always appreciated that you know that that kind of camaraderie and that brotherhood just between the the net minders. Uh, so I love to see those guys and I love to see the, the off ice stuff that they do together and Swayman dressing up as Santa for Allmark's kids. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, all the little things that they do. There's a nice little documentary on, on Allmark and what his, um, what his path has been to here and, and how he really treats Swayman almost like a, like a real brother, you know, almost kind of like a son in some sense. Um, so uh, I love it. I love the relationship, the the bromance those two have, and uh, I look forward to the hugs at the end of the games. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I know some some of my buddies, some guys I I grew up with think it's getting old and annoying, but I agree. I I love it. Um, you can tell just by you know the way these guys communicate on the bench and on the ice that they're a very tight knit group, and you know you don't have to have superstars to make a a, sec- a successful team, right? Because it's in the end of the day, you know, as a retired player and coach and everything, it's never about the name on the back. It's always about the the crest on the front. And I think the the bees really, you know, solidify what it means to be a, a strong, t- uh, tight group. Very much so. And I love it when it's on full display. These guys are playing for each other. That's clearly what it, the motivation is. And after the uh, short playoff exit last season i can't imagine there's anybody on that squad that doesn't want complete full and total revenge no absolutely you know and just to touch on the goalies thing uh the goalie situation real quick i mean looking at the nhl league leaders right now right two bruins are in the uh within the top four for you know passes tied for fourth with 30 goals um third overall in points with 67 he's got 30 goals on the season and Swayman's third with goals against at 2.31. You know, like, no offense, nothing against Allmark, but where is he on that list, right? And that that's where I come in saying that I, I truly think that Swayman deserves to be the 1A and not the 1B. I agree. You know, there's a lot of question there. And, yeah, you could roll this tandem for a little while, but it's already been, what, two, three seasons now? And you can't keep a number one as a number two forever. It's just exactly. not going to be good for his growth the team mentality and I'm glad that everybody's on the same page and we're all happy dappy and all, but like you need to be able to have a number one goalie and there needs to be a backup. Of course it's great to have two number ones, but I don't expect that situation to survive like that forever. I, I agree. I a hundred percent agree. Cause I mean, again, it's great, but at, at the end, you know, it, it's about, you know, again, it's about the team and, and winning and all that, but I think in the end, Swayman deserves a shot to be a, a solidified number one, which I think he is. I mean, again, he's he's number three in the league with goals against, and uh, I don't even know where Almark is right now. Kid's got some poise. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it out there. And 
Who knows? Maybe round one would have been a little bit different if he had had a little bit more of a, a get-go start on that one. But that's all coulda, woulda, shoulda, I suppose. Well, that's what I, I honestly, that's what I'm hoping for come playoffs is that, you know, Mont- Montgomery learned from the mistake of trying to write Allmark, ride Allmark as long as he did and and not wait till the last minute. Because, you know, if you put Swayman in in game four, you, you got a different series, right? You got a different series, and the bees could have went on. And, uh, it, it is what it is. It's a pass. We can't change it. You know, you learn from your mistakes, and I'm hoping that Monty can can do that. Uh, I, honestly, but, honestly, Clance, not to interrupt you, but I just nope. the number one thing that will always stick out in my mind at the very tail end of the regular season. Allmark goes down to make a butterfly save, and he looks at his hip, and he just takes that extra couple seconds to get up. That moment right there, Montgomery should have said, uh-uh, you're not starting anymore, dude. Sorry, but this is why having two number ones is the priority. You now just became 1B until you're fully healed. Sways exactly. in the game, in net for game one. Exactly, man. Seemed exactly. like a pretty simple decision to me. You know, you're hurt, man. I don't care how much you want to fight. I don't care how much warrior spirit is coursing through you. You're hurt. You're a goalie. You need your hips functioning and if you can't function at 100 percent, i don't think you should be out there nope, i agree 100 percent agree it, it's you know but i think monty is smart enough and a good enough coach to to realize that he made you know he made a mistake and i'm sure things will change come playoff time this year and that, that's all we can hope for I, I hope everyone can stay healthy i mean we need pasta we need marshy we need mcavoy we you know we the i i will say the one of the few players I'm disappointed in this year is um, Lindholm. He's not having a great season. He, no, he's he has far he's, from it. I don't know if he's hurt. I, I don't know what's going on, but he is not. He's not the Lindholm that we had last year, and that that's a little concerning. And hopefully, going into the All Star break, he'll get some rest and and let his body recover and and, and come back in the second half on fire. You got to think too. I mean. How much of that is still trauma response? I mean, the guy got his bell rung in a way that most people very well might have called it a career after something like that. Uh, But he's still waiting for his brain to come back from Mars. I hate to say it, but I think you're right. You know, there's only so many players that can take vicious hits like that to the head and then be able to pull it back together and get out there. And let's not forget, you know, Paul Correa doesn't remember that shot. He doesn't remember going out on the ice. He doesn't remember everybody losing their mind after that slap shot. And he went on to even say in his own biography, it's one of the worst days of my life. And I don't even remember it. Yep. That's what I, I don't want to see that happen to anybody else ever again. Was it a moment in sports that we'll never get again? You better believe it. Was it something that was so amazing that, yeah, you better believe it. But not at the cost of a of anyone's life. Hundred percent, hundred percent agree. So, you know, you learn, you live and learn from your mistakes. And you know, right now the bees are up one nothing against Ottawa, which is good. They got uh, thirteen minutes left in the second period. Um, but yeah, I mean, they're they're obviously one of the top teams in the league this year, and I, I hope that we can keep this train going and, and take a deeper run into the playoffs this year. 
I agree. And on a personal note for us, Clance, we we did lose Mark Consiglio for a few moments there. He was joining us via the road and the road clearly took his phone back for the time being. We'll get him back <laughs> there. Um, but I want to give a special shout out once again to uh, one of our assistant producers, Kevin Tachi over at Abington Cam. I saw Kevin earlier today, Clance, and he gave us a full invitation back to the Abington Cam studios to continue the Causeway Kings TV show, which I think we kind of took that for granted for a minute. We've been on public access TV for the better yeah. part of the last year and a half. I agree. We, we got to get back there. We got to give Kevin some love and, uh, you know, make, make sure that we, we, we get the crew back there. You know, I think that'd be a lot of fun. I told him still, I said, maybe we can get the Causeway Kings to do a play-by-play round of the uh, Abington wave. We'll get you down there with coach Woody. There we go. I wouldn't mind giving Coach Woody some uh, a one-on-one interview and see see what he's got to say. He's got a good little <laughs> squad over there this year. Sure does, and we'll have to plan ahead and get the summer ball league going too. I uh, want to make sure we're present and accounted for for that. So much stuff going on here. So many people to say hello to, and special thank you to all the listeners over the last six months that have been eagerly waiting for this next episode. They've been listening to past shows and. The numbers never dipped. So to our loyal listeners, thank you very much for doing that. And hopefully you're half as excited as we are seeing a brand new episode, 41 under this incarnation. And uh, Clance, many more to come. We're going to try to get back to a at least bi-weekly schedule here. I think that's doable enough. I think we should be doing weekly. I think so, too. We, we, we There's too much hockey going on not to do weekly. And like we said in our group chat, you know, we we – we reconvene on a Sunday and figure out what day and time works best that week for us to hop on and, and talk some hockey. And, you know, it's a lot of hockey going on, right? We have NHL, we have high school, we have college. Um, you know, we have my, my son's U 16, my four year olds now in hockey, like there's been a lot going on and we have a lot to talk about. So I think, I think we can do once a week for now. I totally forgot about that. When we started this show, you only had so many kids. Now you're two two plus kids later, and now the middle one's playing hockey. Yikes, yeah. man! What happened? So, I, so <laughs> my my oldest Jack is uh, he's six now. He turned six back in October. Um, he is is loving life. He's growing. He's just such a smart little boy. Uh, doing great in hockey. He is um, you know, taking and I know he's only six and. Anyone that knows me out there knows that I'd be the first one to say my kid sucks at hockey, but unfortunately that's not the case. Um, he's doing very well. He's uh, lighting the lamp, as most people would say, multiple times a game. He's had a few games where he has scored uh, over ten goals, and but one thing I say love to over see ten is, goals. Yeah, he had one game where he had eighteen goals, and one game where he had sixteen goals. Was he, he like the only about, kid playing that night? Like what happened? No, he just. I'll tell you, Benny, he just takes off with it. He, he he works hard. I mean, I don't push him to do anything. He plays hockey all day, every day at home. He's outside playing street hockey in the snow. He's in shooting pucks downstairs. He, and I don't tell him to do anything. He does this all on his own. This kid woke up at 6 a.m. by himself over Christmas break to watch the World Juniors game that was on at 6 a.m. our time by himself. You didn't even watch that game. No, I recorded it. <laughs> this kid. He just, he loves it. And um, his, 
younger brother Max, my middle son, is now doing Braintree Learn to Play, and he's taken off with it too. He is just doing really well. He loves it so much. And then my youngest son, Cole, turned one back in August, and uh, he's fallen in his big brother's footsteps. He's carrying a hockey stick and a ball around 24-7, and he's um, – the the boys they're doing awesome. They they really are, and they uh they are the light of my life besides my wife. So, oh, that's awesome. And of course, uh, you know, Merrill's not here, but we got to say he's added a few more to the uh, Marshall clan. So, congratulations to him and his lovely lady. Yeah, absolutely. He's got uh, two little girls now, which is awesome. Um, Violet and I don't remember the new baby's name. That's my fault. I should probably have remembered that too. To the text message line. <laughs> Let's see if he <laughs> mentioned it recently. I really hope he did. Uh, I can't. I'm drawing a blank too. Sorry, Meryl. But we Sorry, know you Meryl. have two kids. That's the important part. Oh, Lord so, help us. You know, and I'm um, obviously I'm in full swings for um, you know, for high school hockey. Having a great season. Team is uh seven three and two. Um, boys are working hard. Great group of kids this year and. Yeah, life is good right now, man. I, I started a new job about a month ago, and I absolutely love it. Back work with some of my old coworkers who I love. Um, it, life is good for 2024, I can tell you that. It's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. Well, Clance, I tell you, uh, lots of hockey to talk about. I'd love to get the full squad together. Uh, unfortunately, we did lose Gordo in the uh, six months that we've been off air, but Hey, you know, fair winds and easy sails is all I can say. He's got his hands full as well. So uh, Gordo will uh, be a alumni member with us whenever he pops back up. We'll say hello again to him. But just to give everybody the uh, proper update to where everybody is, was, maybe going, I'm still here. And apparently uh, I'll be here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. fun times. But um, real quick, real quick, Benny, we we didn't touch on it yet. Back to the NHL, we have a bona fide Hall of Famer, living legend, back behind a bench in the NHL, Mister Patrick Ruwa. I love back it. behind the bench for the New York Islanders, and he is already bringing a whole different culture to that team. He's back on the ice. He's yelling. He's screaming in English and French and all this. And he is turning that team around and there's nothing better to see a legend like that back on the ice. I loved watching the video of his first practice. It was noted that he did not bring a whistle onto the ice. Instead, nope. he just whistled at his players like they were dogs. Yeah, it, it but it was awesome. The, the guys were buzzing though. They were loving it and they won their first game. They're actually playing the Montreal Canadians tonight. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome i want to yeah, watch that now it is it's unbelievable you know the guys there's been so much stuff going on in the nhl this year you know there's all that drama with Corey perry and Connor bedard and all that stuff and then now there's the whole you know canada world juniors sex scandal thing that's yeah happening. that's and that's a whole multiple, thing right there <laughs> that's an episode on itself man you know, <laughs> people one by one just. Oh, I need to take some personal time. Personal yeah. time. Personal time. Yeah. Personal I need time. To take some hey. personal time to go, go consult with my attorney. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the Canadian Defense Ministry said to turn myself in in two weeks, so I gotta go. Yeah. So it's uh, there's just a lot going on, but I am just loving 
being back on the mic, back behind the computer with you guys. Um, we have so much to to talk about. Oh, Pasta scored his 31st goal, and Trent Frederick scored his 14th goal of the year. So the bees are up nice. 2 nothing right now. Wheeling and dealing. I love it. I love yep. it. It's fantastic. But what's new in your life, Ben? What has gone on with you? You are probably one of the most busiest human beings I've ever met that doesn't have kids. So what's going on in your life, my man? <laughs> it's, it's true. Uh, I don't have kids because I am kids. So it, it makes itself pretty fun when you got to take care of yourself like that. No, no, it's it's been good. You know, uh, I got a new living situation. I got a little bit better studio now, which is great. Uh, still rocking and rolling all day, every day here on 1510 WMEX, as well as our new FM station, the 101.1 FM in Quincy. And uh, working on a lot of cool things for the station. So I'm one of those weird old school types that'll just work myself into the ground, apparently, and enjoy the ride while I do it. So thanks for asking, Clance. And Where, where's the new studio in Quincy? Well, this, it's the same studio here in Marshfield that we've always had, but we have a new tower site that we added that translator to. So the nice. new one is actually right down by Granite Links, uh, that tower right there on the hill. So if you're uh, anywhere within that area, it's a beautiful FM signal uh, and it only furthers the reach of WMEX. And, you know, we spend a lot of time honoring our veterans here, especially in between the hours of 2 p.m. and 6 p.m. You can always catch me reading a Medal of Honor citation or a Congressional Medal of Honor citation or something from somebody around here that did something so amazing and courageous that we had to tell their story to remember that veteran. And a lot of people have really been enjoying that Clance. And, you know, it's just, it's just a very unique thing that nobody else is doing. You know, how many times a year does veterans day come around on the calendar? According to you once. Yes. You know, that's, that's where we start to have differentiating problems because we believe every day is veterans day. And I 100% agree. Always be taking care of the vets and, you can think whatever you want about the current military situation. We don't do politics. We don't do drama like that in any way, shape, or form. However, we can all agree that the system spits out these veterans and pretty much forgets about them after that. So those are the people that we want to take care of, uh, and it is what it is. So we just keep it in mind and never a bad time to thank a good veteran. So that's 100%. what takes 100%. up the majority of my time, and uh, we're happy to do so. So. It's it's been a lot. It's been a lot of fun. And I actually would also like to invite anybody that's listening to this prior to February 8th. Uh, you're welcome to join me here at Broadcast House Studios for our free food drive through. Lance, I don't even think I've told you about this yet. We have, have not a great partnership with a bunch of organizations in the community here locally in the South Shore, uh, uh, and they donate all kinds of food and all kinds of beverages. Patriot Beverages out in Littleton, Massachusetts. They are okay. Pe- Pepsi co- uh, Pepsi Company's number one manufacturer and distributor in North America for Pepsi, Gatorade, Propel, iced tea, anything of the sort like that. They make it and ship it right there. And they have donated to date over 40 pallets of beverages wow. free to the veterans, to the people, to anybody that needs them. And all you have to do is show up every second Thursday of the month at Broadcast House Studios, 130 Enterprise Drive in Marshfield, and simply let us load your car. 
we have a, a, a literal semi tractor trailer that just keeps it coming. And that, Clance, I, I know awesome. you're a logistics guy. You know what 14 pallets of product looks like. Oh, it's a shitload. Plain and simple. Literal. A literal butt ton. If you go yep. by the actual measurements on yonder ship. <laughs> yeah, that that that's a lot. That is, is. A, that's a lot. Well, well that's but- awesome. And the veterans are lucky to have someone like you to make sure that they they're they're thankful and they're they're known for their sacrifice and love of this country. Uh, we're lucky to have veterans like that around us at all. The Korean War vets, the World War II vets, the Vietnam vets, and everybody at OIF, OIF, all of it. We appreciate all of them. And let there be no mistake here on Causeway Kings, we have the same sentiments, folks. The veterans come first. No matter what your belief system may be, it does not matter to us. Yep, so, 100%. That's it. And it never hurts. Never hurts where if you see a veteran to just walk up and shake their hand and say, thank you for your service. Yep. Never hurts. It's, sometimes you know. it's just, hey, I, I saw your hat. I saw your uniform. Let me buy you a cup of coffee. You know, well, it's, it's something it's that simple. Funny that you say that. Uh, you know, I normally don't like I'm not trying to toot my own horn. I'm not trying to brag or anything like that. But, you know, I, I come from a military family. My dad's a veteran. My uncle's a veteran. My grandfather was a veteran. You know, I, I love the veterans because we wouldn't be here if it was not for them. We wouldn't have the country we have if it was not for them. So right. uh, a couple weeks ago, you know, we took the wife and kids out to dinner, um, said, hey, you know what? Let's get ice cream after. So we went to a local ice cream shop, Daddy's Dairy, right at Braintree, right at the Rotary. Good stuff. I walk in. There's a woman in her army army um, suit with her two kids who she just came back from deployment the night before. The day before, she just came back from deployment. And her kids were so happy to see her, and they're hugging her and kissing her. And I'm just like, and I said, I didn't tell her. I looked at the girl on the counter. I said, I want to pay for their ice cream and, and the kids' ice cream. And she's like, really? And I said, yes, make sure that I will pay for that. And she went up to pay, and she's like, oh, the girl goes, nope, you're all set. That gentleman right there said, you're all set. And she's like, oh, no, no. I said, nope, ma'am, thank you for your service. I said, and seeing you with your kids and the sacrifice you make for our country and them Please, me buying your ice cream and your kids' ice cream is the least I could do. And the just the the thankfulness that they – and that's all it is, just the thankful, right? Just the thanks that she had and the look on her face and, you know, because she felt appreciated. You know, and it doesn't hurt to do something nice like that. Like you said, Ben, buy them a cup of coffee. What, what's the – what's two? What's $3? Yep. You know? Or, or with today's inflation rates, five or six. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> and seriously, a hash brown and a coffee at Dunks now five fifty six. I couldn't believe it, it. It's absurd. I not to change the subject. We don't even. We just do homebrew now. Every now and then, like I, I had to buy iced coffee today. Uh, I had to buy coffee today because the um, we we had no home. We had no coffee left to brew in the house. But it's just <laughs> they drank it all. There was none left. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, when you got when you got three kids, you, you drink a lot of coffee. I respect that. Well, you know, the kids need at least three cups a day to stay healthy and active. I understand. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So, well, no, um, it's uh, I just love being back on here. This is fantastic. Right. And I know uh, once we get the whole crew assembled, we're going to have a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, really looking forward to that. And, you know, Mark is also going to be bringing some new aspects to the show that we've never had before. If you thought the audio was cool, wait till you get the real deal video. We're going to be uh, large and in charge. We'll put it that way. And 
I'm just so excited about all the other aspects of everything, doing the Causeway Kings uh, games live. And I'm still hell bent on making sure we do some kind of charity event. We said we were going to do it like a year ago, two years ago, and we're going to do it still. We're going to do that. We're going to make a donation to the uh, Jimmy Hayes Foundation, and we're going to keep that word. Absolutely. I, I think that would be great. And uh, you know, I'm looking looking forward to to bigger and, and better things this year in 2024 for everyone involved in this amazing podcast that we have. And I know where we have the skill and the the, the ability to take this to the next level and, and be recognized by by everyone. And that that's our goal. You know, and again, talking hockey, that's what we do. Talking shit, trash, that's what we do. And I think this beer league butte thing is gonna be unbelievable. And I am doing everything in my power to make sure I get mic'd up for at least one game. Oh, we will have you mic'd up. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> well, Clance, not to keep the episode too short this time around, but with the abbreviated crew, we are going to hop off there. And once again, thank you very much for joining us for our return episode of the Causeway Kings. Alongside Adam Clancy, on behalf of Mark Consiglio, Merrill Marshall, and... Your friend, Ben Rabinovitz. As always, let's go go bees. bees. There it is. That's a wrap. Let's go.